بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا غفر الله لنا ولشيخنا وللحاضرين والمستمعين يقول الامام المجدد الشيخ محمد بن عبد الوهاب رحمه الله تعالى في رسالته اداب المشي الى الصلاه باب صلاه الكسوف ووقتها من حين الكسوف الى التجلي وهي سنة مؤكدة حضرا وصفرا حتى للنساء ويسن ذكر الله والدعاء والاستغفار والعتق والصدقة ولا تعاد إن سليت ولم يتجلى بل يذكرون الله ويستغفرونه حتى يتجلى وينادي لها الصلاة جامعة ويصلي ركعتين يجهر فيهما بالقراءة ويطيل القراءة والركوع والسجود كل ركعة بركوعين لكن يكون في الثانية دون الأولى ثم يتشهد ويسلم وإن تجل فيها أتمها خفيفة لقوله صلى الله عليه وسلم صلوا وادعوا حتى ينكشف ما بكم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين والصلاة والسلام على سيد الأولين والآخرين وإيمان المتقين وقائد الغر المحجلين سيدنا ونبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحابته ومن اهتدى بهديهم وتمسك بسنتهم إلى يوم الدين وبعد هذا الباب المختصر في كتاب آداب المشي إلى الصلاة يتعلق بما يطرأ على أحد النيرين الشمس أو القمر وكان العرب في الجاهلية يرون أن هذا إنه إذا حصل كسوف في شمس أو قمر أنه سوف يولد إنسان عظيم أو أنه سوف يموت إنسان عظيم ويحصل عندهم من الارتباك والادعاءات ما الله به عليم كسرت الشمس في حياة النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فبادر إلى الصلاة وأمر مناديا ينادي في هذه الصلاة الصلاة جامعة بحيث يسمع بندائه هذا من في قريته التي هو أو مدينة التي هو فيها وما كان الناس يعرفون شيئا عن ذلك أكثر مما يقال عن الكسوف فصلى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم كبر في الصلاة وقرأ الفاتحة ثم قرأ قراءة طويلة ثم ركع ركوعا طويلا للقراءة في مثل ما يقرأ في الصلوات التي يطيل فيها القراءة 
ولا الركوع في مثل الركوع الذي يكون في الصلوات التي يطيل فيها الركوع وإنما جاء في الحديث أنه ركوعا طويلا نحو مما قرأ فلما قرأ ما أراد أن يقرأه ركع الركوع الطويل واشتغل بركوعه بما يرد عليه له من الذكر والثناء على الله والاستجاره به الى غير ذلك ثم رفع راسه فقرا قراءه طويله لكنها اقل من ركعه من ما فعل في المره الاولى ثم ركع ركوعا طويلا إذا قورن هذا بالصلوات أو بالتهجد يكون هذا أطول بدون شك ثم أطال الركوع لكن أقل من الركوع الأول ثم رفع ووقف وقوفا طويلا ثم سجد سجدة طويلة ثم رفع منها وجلس جلوسا طويلا ثم سجد ثانية وأطال السجود ثم رفع وقرأ الفاتحة ثم ركع ركوعا طويلا لكن أقل من الركوع من كل واحد من الركوعين السابقين وهكذا فعل في الركعتين يعني ركعتان فيها كل واحد فيه ركوعان ثم لما انتهى خطب الناس قال ان الشمس والقمر ايتان من ايات الله مخلوقتان لا ينكسفان لموت احد ولا لحياته وانما يخوف الله بهما العباد هذه الشمس التي لا أحد يماري في أهميتها للكون حاجة الناس إليها في الإضاءة وغيرها ما الذي يطرأ عليها وهذا القمر الذي جعله الله مثابة ضابط للزمن يسألونك عن الهلة قل هي مواقيت للناس والحج هذا القمر يطرأ عليه ما يغيره النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال إنهما أي الشمس والقمر آيتان من آيات الله مخلوقة لا ينكسفان لموت أحد ولا لحياته فإذا رأيتم ذلك فافزعوا إلى الصلاة الصلاة هي كما فعل النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم النبي قال للناس صلوا كما رأيتموني أصلي صلوا للاستسقاء كما صلى الرسول صلوا للتهجد في الليل كما صلى الرسول صلوا الصلوات الخمس كما صلى الرسول 
صلوا لنوافل العبادات كما صلى الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم ما من عبادة لها شأن الشأن العظيم إلا وقد أداها النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم مما يكون خفة مما يكون ثقلا ثم قال بالنسبة للصلاة صلوا حتى ينكشف ما بكم لا شك أن الانكشاف يحتاج إلى وقت طويل فقد يكون النبي قرأ في أربع ركعات لكل ركعتين في ركعة قد يكون قرأ فيها عدة أجزاء ثم ليست القراءة قراءة النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قراءة مثل هذا الشعر لا قراءة بإخراج الحروف من مخارجها بدون تنطع وتكلف والحديث أن لما رأت أخت عائشة رضي الله عنها ما علمت بهذا النوع من العمل عند أول ما حصل كسوف فتسأل أختها ما الذي حصل ما ترد عليها قالت آية يعني هذه آية أشترت برأسها نار ففزعت ودخلت معهم في الصلاة النساء في موقف والرجال في موقف فالنبي أمر يقول حتى ينكشف اقرأوا فإذا أدوا هذه الصلوات حتى في أي وقت يحصل انكساف الشمس لو بعد صلاة العصر لا يقولون الناس هذا وقت نهم ما في عمل لا النبي قال إذا رأيتم ذلك فافزعوا إلى الصلاة وهذا أمر جازم لا شك في وجوبه وإن لم يكن من الفرائض التي هي أركان هذا الإسلام فيقول النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وقتها من حين الكسوف إلى التجلي قد قد يستمر الكسوف ساعة قد يستمر ساعتين قد يستمر ثلاث قد يبدأون في الكسوف على وشك دخول وقت إحدى الفرائض ماذا يصنعون؟ إما أن يخافضوا الكسوف حتى يؤدوا الفريضة التي هي ركن من أركان الإسلام أو إذا كان الوقت واسعا استمروا في القراءة للكسوف إما يخف الكسوف فإذا أنهوا أدوا الفريضة التي على وشك دخول الوقت إذا دخل وأنهوها فإنهم يستمرون في الذكر ولو لم يكن القرآن بتكبير وتهليل وتسبيح وتحميد حتى يكشف قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وهي سنة مؤكدة حضرا وسفرا حتى للنساء ويسن ذكر الله والدعاء والاستغفار والعتق والصدقة 
كله على حسب قدرته وعلى حسب توجهه وارتياحه للرجال والنساء يمكن اقل جماعه لو يكونوا في بريه يكبرون للصلاه الكسوف ويدخلون في عبادتهم واذا انهوا صلاتهم ولم ينتهي الكسوف اشتغلوا بذكر الله قال ولا تعادوا ان صليت ولم يتجلى يفرض الواحد ان الكسوف صار كسوفا كثيرا فدخل الواحد يصلي فيها فيدخل وقت العصر وقت العصر لا يفوت فيصلي ينهيها بالصفه التي فعلها النبي ركوعان في ركعه ركوعان في ركعه سجودان في هذين الركوعين يعني السجدات اربع والركعات اربع سجدتان في ركعه في الفرائض وهي ايضا سجدتان في ركعتين في الكسوف بل يذكرون الله ويستغفرونه حتى يتجلى وينادى لها لا يؤذنون اذان الصلوات الخمس وانما ينادى لها بهذا النداء الصلاه جامعه وكان النبي اذا اهمها امر لو لم يكن كسوف واراد ان يتكلم بشيء امر منادي ان ينادي الصلاه جامعه والمقصود بالصلاه الدعاء يعني في اللغه العربيه الصلاه دعاء يقول النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في من دعي لطعام لوليمه ولا محذور يحضر فان كان مفترا اكل وان كان صائما صلى ما هو معناه يصلي يد ركعتين لا فان كان صائما لا يريد ان يتحلل من صيامه دعا فالمقصود صلي ركعتين بل يذكر الله فيستغفرون حتى يتجلى وينادى لها الصلاه جامعه ويصلي ركعتين يجهر فيهما بالقراءه ويطيع القراءه والركوع والسجود كل ركعه بركوعين لكن يكون في الثانيه دون الاولى ثم يتشهد يعني يتشهد عندما ينهي الركعه السجود السجدتين الثانيتين الاخيرتين ثم يتشهد وان تجلى فيها اتمها يخفف في قوله صلى الله عليه وسلم فصلوا وادعوا حتى ينكشف ما بكم هذه العباده كان العرب لجهلهم وبعدهم عن العلم لان العرب ما جاءتهم رساله بعد اسماعيل عليه السلام وهي في عدد كبير من القرون ما بين حياه اسماعيل وما بين بعثه محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم 
الله قال وقرون بين ذلك كثيرة وشيء يصفه الله بالكثرة لا نستطيع أن نحدد له حدا هذه العبادة لو غابت الشمس والكسوف لم يتجلى لا يستمرون يصلون يخففون الصلاة لو مثلا غاب القمر انكسف صار كسوف في القمر واستمر في مجراه ومسيرته حتى اختفى عن نظر الناس اذا اختفى بما يسمونه غروب القمر وغروب الشمس لا يستمرون بالصلاه وانما يخففونه وينهون صلاتهم هذه العباده النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم خطب خطبه جيده واخبر انه اري في صلاته شيئا لم يره اري النار حتى تقهقر اخاف ان يصله وهجها واري الجنه وما فيها حتى اراد ان يمد يده ليقطف قطفا من ثمرات الجنه يقول لو وقع امكن لاخذت منه الى قيام الساعه لكن الله جل وعلا لم يشا لنا ان ناكل من ثمار الجنه في دنيانا هذه العباده ينبغي للناس ان يهتموا بها لا يقولون الان الله عرفنا كيف حصل هذا الكسوف كسوف الشمس يختفي جزء منها أو قد يكون كلها بجرم القمر أو يختفي القمر بظل يكون ظل الشمس لا يقول الناس والله الآن عرفنا النبي ما كان يدري عن حقيقة الأمر صلى ما نحن ندري ما علينا مشاكل لا الذين لا يؤدون صلاة الكسوف بعد علمهم بهم وقدرهم قدرتهم على القيام بها إنما هم في الحقيقة عصاة أما إن أنكروها فإنكروها كفر فالإنسان ينبغي إذا صادفه كسوف إن كان في برية ومعه رفقه ان يقوموا ويعدوا صلاه الكسوف كسوف شمس او كسوف قمر وان كان فردا كان لا يخشى على نفسه فليصلي صلاه الكسوف ما دام انها واجبه للرجال والنساء والافراد والجماعات الشيخ يقول عنها ان سنه مؤكده لكن والذي يظهر حقيقه انها واجبه لان النبي يقول اذا رايتم ذلك فافزعوا الى الصلاه والامر امر النبي يقتضي الوجوب فنسال الله جل وعلا ان يوفقنا جميعا للعمل الصالح الذي يرضيه عنا ونسال الله اذا قدر كسوفا وما اكثر ما يحصل في هذا الزمن أن الله يوفقنا 
يوفقنا بمنه وكرمه على إحياء على الاستمرار في العمل بموجب سنة النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فأسأل الله لنا جميعا التوفيق والتسديد صلى الله وسلم على سيد البشر نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا حفظ الله تعالى بجان In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful, the Lord of the worlds. And may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon the best of mankind and the leader of the righteous, Muhammad and his family members and companions and those who follow him and adhere to his way and guidance into the day of judgment. This chapter, which is discussed in this lesson, Uh, the lesson of the etiquettes of walking to the prayer is related to that which takes place with the two fires, the sun and the moon. And the, the Arab, in the days of ignorance, when this lunar or solar eclipse would take place, they were of the belief that this would take place when someone important was going to be born or someone important was going to die. They felt that and they believed that when the lunar or the solar eclipse takes place, that this was because of the birth of someone tremendous or the death of someone tremendous. And because of that, they would have tremendous fear. And they had rumors because of this. This took place during the time of the Messenger wasallam, that there was a solar eclipse. And when it took place, the Prophet ﷺ immediately rushed to prayer. And he ordered that someone call to the prayer, the Salat and congregation, so that the people would hear, the people in their different villages and the areas of the city that they would hear. And the people were unaware of this. They were unaware of that which the Prophet ﷺ was going to do, because they were saying, They were of the belief that this was because of the birth or the death of someone tremendous. So when this took place, the Prophet ﷺ, he made takbir and he entered into prayer, prayer with the congregation, and he read Surah Al-Fatiha. Then the Prophet ﷺ, after Surah Al-Fatiha, he read a very long surah. And then he ﷺ, went into Rukur and he stayed in Rukur for a long period of time. And it was not similar to the, the, the five daily prayers, but it was actually longer than that. The Prophet ﷺ stayed in the Rukur for a long period of time. And then he came up, Afwan. And then while he was in the state of Rukur, the Prophet ﷺ busied himself with remembrance of Allah and glorification of Allah. Then the Prophet ﷺ once again stood from the Rukur, he rose from the Rukur, And he recited Surah Al-Fatiha and another Surah for a very long period of time. And then the Prophet ﷺ went into Rukur once again. And he stayed in that position for a very long time. Then he came up wasallam, And then he went down into Sujood. And he made Sujood similar to the prayer, the two Sajdas. 
And then the Prophet ﷺ, once he finished the two sajdas, he rose again and stood. And once again read Surah, read surah Al-Fatiha and a very long surah. And then he went into Ruku'a, came up from Ruku'a, read Surah Al-Fatiha and a very long surah. Then he went into Ruku'a and did similar to what he did in the first unit of the prayer. So it is two units and each unit has two raka'ah. It is two units, but each unit the Prophet ﷺ would bow twice. Then the Prophet ﷺ, when he finished the, this prayer, he gave a sermon, he gave a khutbah. And he said to the people, verily, the sun and the moon are signs from Allah Azawajal, meaning they are created. There is, it does not take place an eclipse, solar or lunar eclipse does not take place for the death of anyone, nor for the life of anyone. But verily, they are, they, Allah Azawajal uses them to bring fear to his servants. So, and the Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, there's no doubt of the, the, the tremendous need that mankind has for the sun and the importance of the sun in terms of light and other than that. And likewise the moon, that which Allah Azawajal has made as an indicator of time. As Allah Azawajal mentioned in the Quran, وَيَسْأَلُونَكَ عَنِ الْأَهِلَّةِ They ask you about the crescent. قُلْ هِيَ مَوَاقِيتُ لِلنَّاسِ وَالْحَجِّ Say, and Allah Azawajal ordered His Prophet ﷺ to respond, they are timings for the people and for the hajj. So the sun and the moon are very important in the lives of the, the people. And the Prophet ﷺ said, so um, they are from the creations of Allah Azawajal. So if you see, the, if you witness the eclipse, then race to the prayer, then hasten to the prayer. So this is that which was done by the Prophet ﷺ, the prayer as it was described. The Prophet ﷺ ordered the people to race to the prayer. And how do we pray? We pray as the Prophet prayed ﷺ. The kusuf, the, the solar or the lunar eclipses prayed how the Prophet prayed ﷺ. The Salat al-Istisqa, the Salat for the rain, is prayed how the Prophet prayed, alayhi salatu salam. The Tishahud at night, the night prayer, is prayed how the Prophet prayed, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this is all because the Prophet sallallahu said, Pray as you see me pray. So, the Istisqa, the Kusuf, the Tishahud, the five daily prayers, even the superiority prayers, all of them are prayed in accordance to the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and there's no form of worship except that the Prophet sallallahu whether this form of worship is uh, uh, a long form of worship or even a short form of worship there's no form of worship except that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam has clarified for us how it should be conducted the author rahimahullah mentioned that the individuals who perform this prayer, they should pray until the, 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 the eclipse has, has passed away. And the Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, commenting on that, he said, there's no doubt that it's possible that the eclipse is for a very long period of time. 
And as he mentioned, um, the person prays two units and each unit has two bowing and coming up from the bow. And he said, the Prophet ﷺ prayed so long that it is possible that he completed several parts of the Qur'an. It's possible that he finished several ajza' of the Qur'an. And we should understand the recitation of the Prophet ﷺ. It's not like he's quickly reciting poetry. But rather the Prophet ﷺ made sure to, uh, to mention each letter with its proper uh, recitation. So his recitation was a slow uh, paced recitation. It, was, it wasn't very quick. And with that, the Prophet ﷺ completed several portions of the Qur'an. Um, but at the same time, he did not make it very difficult upon the people. It also, the Shaykh Habib Allah Ta'ala mentioned that it also took place during the time, of, or when the, the, the eclipse took place during the time of the Prophet ﷺ, the sister of Aisha radiallahu she saw it. And she, she, she came to Aisha and she asked her about this. And Aisha responded that this is one of the, the, the signs of Allah. So, uh, or the signs that Allah has decreed. So she immediately entered into the prayer with the females. The females were praying at a particular area and the men were praying at a particular area. In terms of the time for the, for the, sol, for the eclipse, the solar eclipse or the prayer, in terms of the time for the, the prayer, the solar or the lunar eclipse, the shaykh said it is at any time, even if it's after Salat al-Asr. Even if it's after Salat al-Asr. A person should not say, no, this is the prohibited time. No, the, even if it's after Salat al-Asr, it should be prayed. This is because the Prophet ﷺ said, إِذَا رَأَيْتُمُوهَا فَافْزَعُوا إِلَى salat." He said, if you see it, if you witness it, then uh, hasten to pray. So this is an order from the Prophet ﷺ. Um, although it's not like the, the, the five obligatory prayers, it's not like the five obligatory prayers that has a specific time, but rather its time is, is open at any time. The author mentioned, until it passes. Until it passes. The Shaykh said uh, in commentary to that, it's possible that the eclipse would take one hour or two hours or even three hours. And it's possible that people may begin praying right before the time of an obligatory prayer. So what should they do? And if the people begin to pray, if the people begin, if the congregation begins praying the, 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 the prayer for the eclipse, and then the obligatory, the time for the obligatory prayer comes about, what should they do? The Shaykh said one of two things. They can either shorten the, the, the eclipse prayer, they can shorten it and then pray the obligatory prayer. And then after that, they would not uh, once again start the eclipse prayer, but rather they would busy themselves with remembrance of Allah and istighfar. So this is one thing. They can shorten the, the prayer for the eclipse and then pray the obligatory prayer. Or they, if the time... If the time span for that obligatory prayer is long, then they can delay the obligatory prayer and continue in the eclipse prayer. If the time is a long prayer, like Dhuhr, or the likes, or Isha, they can continue in the, the eclipse prayer, and then once they finish, they, play, they pray the obligatory prayer. 
But if they have shortened the eclipse prayer because of the shortening, uh, uh, the constraint in time of the obligatory prayer, if they've shortened the eclipse prayer, they no longer repeat it after the obligatory prayer, but rather they would continue to supplicate and make dua and make takbir and uh, make tahleel, la ilaha illallah, and make istighfar. And that's what the author mentioned, rahimahullah ta'ala, about it is from the sunnah that the people, they remember Allah and they make istighfar. And the shaykh said, all of this according to their ability and that which is easy for them to do. And this is upon the men, and likewise this is upon the women. And the shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, if a group of people are in uh, the desert, مثلاً, the group of people are in the desert, for example, they would make the, the eclipse prayer, they would make it in congregation. Um, and once again, um, he mentioned that if, they, if the congregation completes the eclipse prayer, but the eclipse is still present, then what should they do? They should busy themselves with the remembrance of Allah. Then the Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, verily in our days we have, you know, we have many uh, solar eclipses. So, um, and this may take place, the Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, this may take place before Salat al-Asr. So, um, because of that, they would shorten the eclipse prayer and they would pray Salat al-Asr because a person should not miss uh, the Salat al-Asr. Then the Shaykh mentioned Habib Allah Ta'ala. He once again went back to, and he read that which the author mentioned about the, the, the ruku' and the sujood and every ruku' has two bowings. And the Shaykh mentioned Habib Allah Ta'ala. So the ruku' is different. The ruku' is each unit of the prayer has two bowings. But the sajda is the same. But the sajda is the same, similar, similar to the obligatory prayer. As for the call for the prayer, it is as the author mentioned, uh, the salat in congregation. So the shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, so the adhan is not called. You don't call the adhan like the obligatory prayers. No, but rather the Prophet Wasallam ordered that someone says the salat in congregation. And the word salat, in the Arabic language, uh, the linguistic meaning of the word means dua. It means to, 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 to call, to call on. And the Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, an example of that to show you, to, to illustrate the linguistic meaning of the word salat, the Prophet, there's a hadith where the Prophet said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, if one of you is called to, uh, if one of you is invited to eat, if one of you is invited to eat, and he's not fasting, then he should eat. But if he is fasting, he should make salat. And in the Arabic wording, fal yusalli. The Arabic wording is, so let him pray. Does the Prophet ﷺ mean that if someone invites you to, your, to his home to eat, and you're fasting, that you should make salat? No, the Prophet doesn't mean you should make salat, but rather he means you should supplicate for him. So the word uh, salat, the linguistic meaning is supplicate or to, to make dua. Then the Shaykh mentioned Habib Allah Ta'ala, that naam, so what the author mentioned about elongating the prayer, the recitation should be, should be long, and the ruku' should be long, and each uh, position in the salat should be slightly shorter in time than the position that preceded it. And 
the Shaykh mentioned Habib Allah Ta'ala. Uh, indeed, um, he went back to reiterate the, the ignorance of the Arab before the legislation. He said, indeed, you know, the, the Arab, um, they, they were in a state of ignorance. And they were far from knowledge. And this was from the time of Ismail, yani after the death of Ismail alayhi salatu salam, until Muhammad sallallahu was sent as a prophet and a messenger. As Allah mentioned in the Qur'an, Allah mentioned several uh, generations. Several generations had passed in between, from the time of Ibrahim, uh, from the time of Ismail alayhi salatu salam, until the time of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And the Shaykh said, when Allah describes something as several or, or many, then we cannot imagine how long it was between the time of Ismail until the time of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So indeed, the Arab, they were in a state of ignorance as it relates to the, the, the solar or the lunar eclipse. And the Shaykh mentioned Habib Allah Ta'ala. He went back to mention that if the, the sun or the moon, if it, there is an eclipse for the sun or the moon, um, then once again the people should continue in the prayer as much as possible. But if they stop the prayer, but it is still an eclipse, that they should continue with the remembrance of Allah and supplication. And he said, in, indeed the Prophet ﷺ, when this took place, the Prophet ﷺ gave a very strong, uh, uh, profound khutbah. He gave a sermon with the Prophet ﷺ, and he informed, and he, in this uh, khutbah that the Prophet ﷺ gave, he informed that he was shown something that he had never seen before. The Prophet ﷺ informed the Sahaba that he was shown the hellfire, so much so that he backed up out of fear of, uh, of touching it. And likewise, the Prophet ﷺ informed them that he was shown Jannah, and he even wanted to pluck from the fruits of Jannah. And the Prophet ﷺ said that if I would have taken from the fruits of Jannah, you would have been able to eat from that fruit until the Yom Al-Qiyamah. But Allah did not decree that we would uh, see or eat from the fruits of Jinnah in this life. The Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, that it's very important for the people to, um, in terms of their belief, and in terms of their, their focus on this prayer. And people should not say, as people say today, some people say, we, we know why, um, or we know the scientific reasoning behind uh, uh, the... The, the eclipse of the sun and the eclipse, the eclipse of the moon. We know why it happened, so there's no fear upon us. And the people should not say this. This should not come from the, 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 the tongues of the people, but rather we should do as it was done by the Prophet ﷺ, and that is that we immediately, once we notice it, or once we witness it, that we pray. And the Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, if a person, um, if a person has knowledge of the eclipse, and if they have knowledge of what was the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ, but they abstain from it, they abandon it, then this is a, a sin. This individual is considered as sinful. But if a person denies it, if they said, no, it has nothing to do with the signs of Allah, it, is, it has nothing to do with Allah bringing about fear, then this individual has fallen into disbelief. So the Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, so it's upon the people when they witness it, to race toward the prayer. And if there's a group of individuals in the desert and they witness it, then they should join, uh, they should pr perform the prayer in congregation. 
whether this is for the sun or for the moon, whether it is solar or whether it is lunar. And likewise, if an individual is, is alone when this takes place, then he should pray the eclipse prayer. Uh, and this is upon the men and this is upon the women. Sheikh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahab ta'ala, he mentioned that it is an established sunnah. But the Shaykh said, Habib Allah ta'ala, what is more apparent is that it is obligatory. Because the Prophet said, if you see it, then hasten to prayer. And the origin of the statement of the Messenger, of this statement of the Messenger, is that it indicates something which is obligatory. So we ask Allah that if there is um, a lunar or solar eclipse, that we are from amongst those who implement the sunnah of the Prophet and that Allah makes it from amongst those who uh, re- uh, uh, revive the sunnah of our beloved Messenger. Alayhi salatu salam. And we ask Allah Azawajal to give us success and uh, in all of our affairs. And may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon Muhammad and his family members and companions. يقول السائل حفيفكم الله تعالى هل تشرع صلاة الكسوف وصلاة الاستسقاء للمسلمين الذين يعيشون في البلاد الغربية الله جل وعلا يقول فاتقوا الله ما استطعتم ويقول النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم إذا أمرتكم بأمر فأتوا منه مستطعتم من قدر على تنفيذ من دلت عليه سنة رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فعليه أن يقوم بذلك إذا أمكنهم أمكن المسلمين في دول الغرب أن يصلوا صلاة الكسوف لا بد من ذلك لأن استمرار تطبيق السنة مما يقتضيه مشروعية هذا الدين العظيم لجعله الله جل وعلا رحمة للعباد السلام عليكم The individual is asking Is it legislated for the Muslims who live in the western lands to pray the solar, uh, the solar, the solar eclipse prayer <coughs> The Sheikh mentioned Abhi Allah Ta'ala Allah mentioned uh, in the Quran Fear Allah to the best of your ability and the Prophet ﷺ mentioned, if I have ordered you to do something, then do it to the best of your ability. So if individuals have the ability to implement the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ, then it is upon them to do so. So if the Muslims uh, who are living in those lands have the ability to perform the, the solar or the lunar eclipse prayer, then it is upon them to do so. Um, because implementation of the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ, it is a part of the this tremendous deen which Allah Azawajal has made a mercy for mankind. يقول السائل حبيبكم الله تعالى هل للأهل البيت أن يصلوا صلاة الكسوف مع أسرتهم في البيت؟ أداء هذه العبادة في المساجد مهم لكن لو لم يتيسر بعض الناس أن يحضرها في المسجد أو أراد أن يؤم من عنده في بيته ويصليها 
ولم يترتب على ذلك الاحلال بالمساجد ان المساجد هي التي ينبغي ان تتم عمارتها في بيوت اذن الله ان ترفع ويذكر فيها اسمه Is it uh, legislated for the people, for our family? Is it legislated for our family to pray the, the lunar eclipse prayer in their home? The Sheikh mentioned Allah Taala. This prayer, or conducting this prayer, performing this prayer in the masjid is very important. Um, except if an individual doesn't have the ability to do so, some individuals don't have the ability to attend the masjid, um, and they wanted to lead their family. Then they can do so, as long as it doesn't lead to people abandoning the masjid, because verily the masjid is the place where the ibadah should, should be performed, as Allah Azza uh, mentioned uh, in the Quran and the houses that Allah Azza has ordered to be raised. So the, the, the origin is that it should be prayed in in the masjid. for a group of women to pray the lunar or the solar eclipse prayer in congregation. The Sheikh said as long as it's permissible for females to pray the obligatory prayers in congregation, then it would have carried the same ruling. Um, but if the female prays, uh, if the females pray in congregation, one of them would not uh, pray in the, the front, but rather she would pray in the middle of the first row. So it's permissible for them to do so. يقول السائل حفظكم الله تعالى كيف يتأكد المصلي صلاة الكسوف من تجلي الشمس أو زوال الكسوف إن كان في برية أو في مساجد مكشوفة فبإمكانه أن يسلط نظره على هذه الآية وإذا لم يكن وأحب أن يكلف أحد يراقب الشمس أو القمر في حال كسوفهما إلى الزوال ذلك الكسوف فليفعل ثم أيضا يمكن إذا توقع أن الكسوف ما يطول خفف بالقراءه عما يقدم عليه من يتوقع 
طول الكسوف وإذا انتهى والكسوف لم يزل استمر في التكبير والتهليل والتحميدي والتسبيح while he's praying. The Sheikh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, if he's in the, an open area, or if he's in the masjid, which its roof is uncovered, then it's possible that he would look up at the sun or the moon to make sure. Or it's possible that the individual would um, allocate someone to do that. He would allocate someone to look up and, and tell him um, to look at the sun or to look at the moon and inform him that it is past. Um, then the Shaykh said, Habib Allah but if it, it, if it is felt that it would not last for a long period of time, then the person would shorten his recitation. He would shorten his recitation. And at any rate, if the person finishes the prayer and the, the eclipse is still taking place, then the individual should busy himself with recitation, Afwan, busy himself with remembrance of Allah and takbir and dua. قول السائل حبيبكم الله تعالى إذا خرج بعض الرجال لسفر فهل يشرع لهم إقامة إقامة الجمعة حيث يخطب أحدهم ثم يؤمهم في الصلاة؟ لا الجمعة إنما تؤدى في المدن والقرى والنبي سافر لتبوك بقية ما حفظ عنه أنه صلى جمعة وفي سفر وإنما من شرطها أن يكون الناس مجتمعين اجتماع إقامة meaning one of them would give a khutbah and then he would lead the rest in congregation. The Shaykh mentioned, no, this is not legislated, but the, the Jum'ah prayer is legislated in the cities and the villages. And it took place that the Prophet ﷺ traveled to the area of Tabuk. And it was not reported that the Prophet ﷺ established the Jum'ah prayer while he was on this journey. So from the conditions of the Jum'ah prayer, is that the people have gathered, uh, or the residents of the city or the village have gathered. يقول السالح بكم الله تعالى كيف يجعل المسلم دعاءه مقبولا يشتغل بذكر الله والثناء عليه وترجيده جل وعلا ثم يتوجه بالدعاء الذي يريده لنفسه وإن أراد بدعائه تمجيد الله جل وعلا 
والثناء عليه وأن الأرزاق إنما تطلب منه وأن الشفاء إنما يرجى بتدبيره وانكشاف الغمة وزوال الذل إنما لما يشعه جل وعلا وهو القادر على كل شيء لأنه في فرق بين دعاء المسألة أن يحدد الداعي مطلبه وبين أن لا يحدد وإنما يشتغل بالذكر والثناء على الله جل وعلا وأنه الرحمن الرحيم وأنه الغفور الرحيم وأنه الغني الكريم وأنه الرزاق القوة المحتيم ذلك الذكر ذكر هذه الأوصاف لله من لازمها أن الإنسان يطلب أثر هذه الأوصاف لوصله من الله The individual is asking how does a Muslim make certain his dua or how does a Muslim assist his supplication in being accepted? Shaykh Habib Allah responded, but the individual should busy himself while he's supplicating with uh, praising Allah and glorifying Allah and exalting Allah. Then the individual would make his supplication, that which he's seeking for himself. So when he's supplicating, he should glorify Allah, exalt Allah. He should praise Allah. Allah is the provider. Allah is uh, uh, Allah Azzawajal is the one who to remove the harm, to remove the sadness, and this can only take place if Allah Azzawajal wills. And there's a difference between uh, the du'a of praise and the du'a of seeking. The du'a of seeking is when the individual is seeking from Allah Azzawajal. So, in the process of this, the individual should busy himself first with. Uh, glorifying Allah, exalting Allah. Allah is mentioning the names of Allah. Allah is the most forgiving. Allah is the most merciful. Allah is the all-forgiving. Allah is the, the, the provider. And other than that, from the description and the names of Allah Azawajal, and then they seek what they want from Him. يقول السائل حبيبكم الله تعالى إذا دخل المسبوق في ركعة الأولى من صلاة المغرب في السجود ويعتقد في ذلك أنه أدرك ركعة بإدراك السجود فما القول في هذا؟ إذا لم يرفع مع الإمام وإنما أدرك الإمام وهو ساجد فهو في الحقيقة لم يدرك النبي ذكر قال من أدرك ركعة من الجمعة صلاها جمعة وإذا لم يدرك إلا سجود لا يصليها جمعة يصليها ظهرة يلاحظ أن من لازم أداء هذه العبادة أن يدرك مبدأها فإن مبدأ القيام هو الذي فيه الركوع The individual is asking, if a person uh, joined the prayer late, if an individual joined the prayer late, and they joined the prayer in the sujood, the sujood of the first unit of the prayer, and the person believes by, uh, the person believes by catching the first sujood, and he catching the first uh, prostration that they have caught the first unit of the prayer. 
What is the ruling in that? The Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, if the individual has not caught the ruku' if they have not caught the bowing with the Imam, then this individual has not caught this unit of the prayer. Um, this is illustrated from the fact that the Prophet ﷺ mentioned about the, the Juma prayer. If a person does not catch the last ruku' of the two units in the Juma prayer, then the person, even if they catch the prayer thereafter, then they have to pray duhr. They have to complete the prayer as duhr. So that informs that in order for the person to be, in order for it to be accepted that the individual actually caught the prayer, they have to catch the, the standing. And, no, they have to catch the standing. And the last part of the standing is the ruku' itself. يقول السائل حفظكم الله تعالى إذا كان المسلم مشجونا والماء الذي عنده يكفي لبعض أعمال الوضوء وليس لكلها فماذا يعمل؟ أعضاء الوضوء إذا كان لو وجدنا غسل كلها لا يقال يكفيهم غسل الوجه ينتهي معناه انه لم يجد ماء يكفي للطهاره ينتقل الى وجود البديل وتيمم اما اذا كان الانسان في جسمه ما يمنع استعمال الوضوء في بعض المواقع يطهر ما يمكنه وما لا يمكن يكفيه إما المسح أو التيمم له السلام عليكم the individual is asking if an individual was jailed if a Muslim was in jail incarcerated and he does not and he has an amount of water but it is not sufficient enough for the complete wudu then what should the individual do the Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, um, if the individual does not have enough water to complete, to totally make the wudu, then it is not sufficient. If the individual doesn't have enough water to make the complete wudu, then the individual would use the alternative, and that is uh, the tayammum. That is the tayammum. So it's not that the individual would make half wudu and the rest tayammum, no. If he does not have enough uh, water to make the complete wudu, then he would instead make the tiyammu. يقول السائل حبيبكم الله تعالى والسؤال من خارج البلد تقدم أخ إلى ولي الأمر ليتزوج يتزوج امرأة ولكن رفض الأب لأن الأخ ليس من قبيلته فما نصيحتكم للأخ والأخت؟ أولا لا شك أنه لا نكاح إلا بولي وأي امرأة نكحت بغير ولي فنكاحها باطل كما في الحديث مجرد القبيلة لا يصح أن يكون مانعا من الزواج 
لأن المسلم الكفاءة هي الإسلام لكن الناس يأخذون بما يتعلق بالأنساب مع أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لم يعتبره التزويجات لأنما يبقى عند الناس ما كانوا يعرفونه في هذه الحالة إذا تقدم إنسان لخطبة امرأة وولي أمرها يرفض وهي تريد الخاطب وليس فيه عيد عيب شرعي وبإمكانها أن تتقدم من الجهة المسؤولة في الدولة لتظلم منها ذلك إذا كان في دولة إسلامية تحكم الشرع الله أعلم The individual is asking, it's from outside of this country, if a brother has approached the, the guardian, the male guardian of female to marry the female, but the father has refused because the, the individual is not from the same tribe, then what is your advice? The Sheikh said, Habib Allah, there is no doubt that the, the, the male guardian, it's, it's mandatory in the affair of the marriage. And the Prophet mentioned that any female who marries without the male guardian, then the marriage is invalid um, but the issue of the individual coming from the same tribe um, this is not a reason why uh, 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 an individual should be rejected this is not a reason why an individual should be rejected that which is looked at is uh, the Islam of the individual um, but the people now they, they look at the, the lineage and the likes but the Prophet did not consider this um, so if an individual approaches and he wants to marry a female and the, the male guardian, he rejects it. But the female, she, she wants it. She's persistent in wanting to marry this individual. And there is no legislated um, uh, problem or there's nothing legislated, um, there's no legislated justification for, reject, for rejecting the brother. Then the female, if she has the ability, then she should go, she should approach the authorities. Uh, the authorities in her country is she's in a Muslim country which rules by the legislation Allah knows best يقول السائل حبيبكم الله تعالى نلاحظ أن بعض النساء في البلاد الغربية يخرجن لصلاة العيد متبرجات متزينات فهل من نسيها لا شك أن هذا لا يجوز المرأة لا يحل لها أن تخرج من بيتها إلا وقد سترت ما يستجلب نظرات الرجال إليها وكذلك لا يجوز لها أن تخرج من بيتها وهي متعطرة متطيبة النبي سماها في هذه الحالة أنها في حكم الزانية فنسأل الله أن يهدي كل مسلم من رجال ونساء للتقيد بما جاء عن الله وعن رسوله من شريعة الإسلام أحسن الله عليك the individual is asking we noticed that there are some women uh, in the west they um, for the salat al-eid for the eid prayer they leave their homes and they are beautified and wearing makeup and the likes. What is your advice for those women? The Sheikh mentioned, Aviva Allah Ta'ala, there's no doubt that it is not permissible for a woman to leave her home 
except that she has covered that which attracts uh, the eyesight of the men. And it is likewise not permissible for a woman to leave her home um, while she is wearing a fragrance. The Prophet ﷺ has described her, or the female that does so, as a fornicator. So we ask Allah Azawajal to guide the men and the women and to give them success to uh, adhere to the legislation from Allah and from His Messenger Wasallam. تخذيب الشيعة الاثنى عشرية للقرآن العظيم يبين حقيقة أمرهم هم يرون أن الصحابة كفروا يرون أن أبا بكر وعمر لم يسلم أصلا وعدوانهم على إرادة مكة بما عملوا هذا يجعلنا منتظرين أن يعاملوا بما عامل الله به أصحاب الفيل لكن قال الله بها لم ترك فعل ربك بأصحاب الفيل ألم يجعل كيدهم في تضليل وأرسال لهم حجارة إلى آخرة نحن ننتظر من الله جل وعلا أن ينزل بهم عقوبة لا تبقي لهم أثر الله ذكر عن الجيش اللي أراد أن يهدم الكعبة وصل إلى إلى قرب مكة خرج له عبد المطلب جد النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لأنهم أخذوا أبلا له كثيرة وكان عبد الله عبد المطلب مهيبا في جسامته ومظهره إلى آخره نوع سمته أبرهه لما رأى الرجل هابه ولكن لا يريد أن يجلسه معه على السريع على عرشه فنزل معه إلى الأرض فقال له هذا مقولته إن رجاله أخذوا إبل أراد أن يستهجنها الحبش قال كنت أظنك تريد أن تدافع عن البيت وإذا بك تدافع عن الإبل قال أنا رب الإبل أنا مالك الإبل فأطلبه والبيت له رب يحميه قال يحميه مني ما أظن قال أنت وذاك فأرسل لها الطير التي من أبيل فماذا فعلت فجعلهم كعصف مأكول العصف 
هو قصب الزرع وما يتعلق به فاذا اكل بيسر متبعثرا لعذا نحن لا ننتظر من هؤلاء ان ينزل الله بهم جل وعلا سواء بايدي المسلمين على السنه او بعقوبه ماحيه من الله جل وعلا ونحن منتظرون من ذلك ولا يرد هذا الا ذنوبنا هو الذي يمكن ان يتاخر عن انزال العقوبه التي نرجوها من الله لهم In terms of trying to bomb Mecca, and is it permissible for us to cut off uh, the companies, the Iranian companies? The Sheikh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, the Sheikh Habib Allah Ta'ala mentioned that we, now, with regards to um, these individuals and that which they have performed, نعم نعم الشيخ منشر حبيب الله تعالى وفي قاعدة الاثني عشرية نعم ستيت الشعر إذا لم تستطع شيئا فدعه وجاوزه إلى ما تستطيعه لا لا وصلت وصلت حصلت الشيخ حبيب الله تعالى منشن بعد الاثني عشرية the 12 sex that these individuals um, their uh, distortation or that which they try to distort of the Quran this clarifies their reality This clarifies their reality, their reality. And likewise, their belief about the Sahaba. This shows um, uh, they are of the belief that the Sahaba, the Sahaba have this belief. They say they feel that Abu Bakr and Umar never entered into Islam Aslam. They, are of the, they hold these beliefs. So, um, and, and indeed, that which they've done recently, uh, trying to bomb Mecca, um, we are waiting For Allah Azza wa Jal, because of their deed, we are waiting from Allah to punish them, just like Allah Azza wa Jal punished the people of the elephant. The people of the elephant, as is mentioned in the Quran, have you not see, seen what your Lord has done to the people of the elephant? We are waiting from Allah Azza wa Jal to give them a similar punishment. Um, and we know it took place, uh, Afwan, the type of punishment where they would not remain. Because it took place um, that... Allah informed us that there were individuals who wanted to destroy the Kaaba. And these individuals, they, when they wanted to destroy the Kaaba, they came and they approached the Kaaba. And the uncle of the Prophet, Abdul Muttalib, he came out because they had actually taken some of his, his camels. They had taken from some of his camels. And Abdul Muttalib was an individual, he was very strong in his, 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 his body, his build. So when... Uh, The leader of, of this army that came to destroy the Kaaba, when they saw Abdul Muttalib, they, uh, the, the leader came off of his, his, his elephant and he approached Ab Abdul Muttalib. And Abdul Muttalib said, I, I'm looking for my camels. So the individual said, and he, this is the leader of the army that's approaching the Kaaba to destroy it, the individual um, felt that he was mocking him. So he said, I thought you were coming out to request that we don't destroy the Kaaba. and you're requesting your camel, he said, I'm the lord of the camel, meaning I'm the owner of the camel. And the Kaaba has a lord that will protect it. So the leader said, so you're saying that 
we will not be able to destroy it? He said, yes, I'm saying you will not be able to destroy it. And he said, no, we will destroy it. And Abdul Muttalib said, you won't be able to. Um, so we're waiting from Allah Azawajal to give them the same destruction as these individuals. These individuals that were destroyed by, by, by birds dropping rocks on them until they were absolutely destroyed. We're waiting from Allah Azawajal to give them the same punishment. Whether this would be done at the hands of the Muslim army or whether it would be done by Allah Azawajal. And indeed, the only thing that would delay this punishment from befalling them is our sins. Our sins is that which would delay the punishment from Allah Azawajal befalling these individuals. مما تعلم من كلام العلماء علما بأن الكلام بين السائل والمسؤولة لا يكون مباشرة بل يكون عبر رسائل إلكترونية إنما الحجاب والتستر فيما يحصل فيه المواجهة وإذا كان فيه كلام فإن المرأة أيضا مأمورة وهي تخاطب الرجل لا تخاطبه بخطاب الخضوع فيطمع الذي في قلبه مرض وإنما تخاطبه بخطاب الحزم وعدم احتمال الرضوخ لمقاصد الناس The individual is asking, is it permissible for a woman to answer questions uh, from males and females, from that which she knows from the speech of the scholars? And um, it should be known, it should be mentioned that this speech is between the women or the woman that's answering the question and men. And it is not directly, but it is by uh, message, uh, electronic messages. The Sheikh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, um, indeed, uh, the hijab must be observed. Uh, if there is face-to-face -face, uh, communication. But, naam, and likewise, the, the female, she's ordered that when she's speaking to, to foreign men, that she should speak to them in a very serious manner, a serious matter, serious manner. She should not speak to them in a manner that would bring about desires. Because she has to be careful about the intention of the, the people who she's, she's speaking to, any, the men. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم فيما يتعلق بدرس الليلة هذه وما أشير فيه إلى ما ظهر من قصد خبيث من الحوثيين ومن يسير سيرتهم وما يزودونه من يزودون به من إيران كل هذا يجعلهم بمنزلة لأولئك القوم الذين أهلكهم الله جل وعلا لما أرادوا الجناية على بيت الله العتيق
ما كانت اراده الاحباش ان يقتلوا العرب عرب مكه او عرب الجزيره ما ارادوا الا ان يدمروا البيت العتيق فارسال الصواريخ بقصد مكه تجعل الناس باذن الله منتظرين بان يحل باولئك القوم ومن يمدهم بما انزله الله جل وعلا على اصحاب الفيل الذين جعلهم الله جل وعلا كعصف ماكول لا يبقى لهم بقيه فنسال الله جل وعلا ان يرينا في هؤلاء المعتدين عجائب قدرته كما نساله سبحانه ان يفرج كروبات المكروبين وان يرينا في من يتجنون على بلاد الشام ومن ينصرهم من الرافضه في ايران وفي ايران وفي غير ايران ومن ينصرهم من بلاد الشيوعيه الروسيه نسال ربنا جل وعلا ان يرينا في اولئك عجائب قدرته كما نساله سبحانه ان يرينا من قادر على من كان قادرا على منع هذه الجرائم والمحن وانما يظهر منه انه مسرور في حصولها نرجو الله ان يرينا فيه وفي بلاده ما يرضي المسلمين في كل مكان كما نساله جل وعلا ان يعاجل اليمن بالفرج وان يعاجل بلاد الشام بالفرج وان يعاجل اهل العراق بان يتولى امرهم من لا يتدين بلعن صحابه محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم كما نساله سبحانه وتعالى ان يرينا بالطغاه المجرمين الروس ومن يصانعهم ويسائرهم ان يرينا فيهم جل وعلا الامور التي هو قادر عليها ولا يعوزه شيء منها فنساله ان يقر عيون المؤمنين بما يذل ويسكت المجرمين اجمعين واخر دعوانا ان الحمد لله رب العالمين كما نساله جل وعلا ان يحفظ المملكه العربيه السعوديه وان يصونها من كل يصونها عن كل شر وان يوفق ولي امرنا ومن يعينه ان يوفقهم جميعا لنصره الحق واهله واذلال الباطل واهله وتيسير الامن والامان لكل من ياتي الى هذه البلاد من حجاج ومعتمرين وزوار وممن يلتمسون الخير والدنيا انه مجيب الدعاء والحمد لله رب العالمين. The Sheikh Habib Allah Ta'ala concluded the lesson mentioning the name of Allah Azza wa Jal and that which is related to tonight's lesson and that which has been mentioned about the intention of these individuals, the Houthiyun and those who are in support of them. Uh, indeed their action has made them from amongst the people who Allah has destroyed as was mentioned in the lesson and the Sheikh Minyan Aviv Allah Ta'ala and these people that came and when this took place before the birth of Muhammad Sallallahu these people that came they did not come to, to, to fight or to, to harm the Arab but they merely came to destroy the Kaaba and look what take, took place with them so uh, indeed these individuals sending a missile has uh, made us waiting for Allah Azza wa Jal to, to punish them as he 
punish the people of the elephant. So we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to give ease to the Muslims in all parts of the world, to give ease to the people of Syria, to give ease and allow them uh, to, and to support the Haq and to give um, ask Allah Azza wa Jal to give to punish the people, uh, those who are responsible for this in Iran and uh, the the communist nations. And ask Allah Azza wa Jal to show us His might. Um, even against the people that are able to prevent this harm taking place, but do not, but rather they are happy with uh, the occurrence. Ask Allah Azza wa Jal to show us his might and to show us that which would give uh, pleasure to the Muslims around the world. We ask Allah to give ease to the people of Yemen and um, um, we ask Allah to uh, allow a, a ruler to arise in Iraq who does not curse the campaigns of Muhammad and we ask Allah to punish the, the wrongdoers from the, the, the rulers of Russia, uh, the government of Russia and the likes. Verily Allah is able to do all things. And we ask Allah to show us His might and that which would bring uh, ease and comfort to the eyes of the believers and to debase the disbelievers. And our last supplication is all praise be to Allah, of the, wor- Allah the Lord of the world. And we ask Allah to give uh, success to Saudi Arabia to protect the correct aqidah and to abstain from, from the evil. We ask Allah to give the, the government success to support the, the truth and to debase the falsehood and to give ease and safety and security in the country and uh, to provide the services to, to everyone who visits the country from amongst the, the people that are making hajj and, pilgr- and making pilgrimage and umrah. And our last supplication, Lord, praise be to Allah, the Lord of the worlds, and may the peace and blessings be upon Muhammad, his family members, and companions.